so <laughs> Doctor He <laughs> just cracked. Doctor He hit me. Um, well, what do you think of the episode? Check. Okay. <laughs> no, I no, it was good. It was all right. I had a lot of. I know you had a lot of problems with it because you're, you're the yeah. message that I got from you when I texted you and said like, "So, what do you think?" Was I didn't get the response I thought I was going to get. What did you think? I thought you were going to be mm-hmm. like, I thought you were going to be like, yeah, it was, you know, it's good. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed like, you know, the interaction between the different doctors. But the message I got back came across like, eh, I was really disappointed. That was kind of shit. And when I like <laughs> asked you specific questions, everything I got back was like, <clears throat> I felt like I was getting shot down completely. Like, well, but what about this? <laughs> no, because that was really dumb. <laughs> what about this? Well, that was stupid as well. And they should have done this. I was like, okay. And what about blah? No, that was mm. that wasn't cool either. Well, I think, I mean, I've only seen it the once, and I did. I've said I want to see it again because I'm pretty certain if I see it again, I'll be like, actually, you know what? Yeah, it's pretty good. But there's a couple problems I have with it. One is just three doctors stood around chatting for most of it, and that's it. And it's they built the way. That, you remember the last season, right? Yeah. How it ended? They built it up so much. Okay, and there's a couple of things i'm gonna throw in here like one it was all like oh we're on trinsel or whatever it is and that's where the doctor dies and you know jenna jenna what's that what's uh clara clara yeah. yeah clara she's uh you know she jumps into his time stream whatever sees everything all the doctors except for one so and the build-up alone in that episode oh the mysterious guy who's that oh that's me it's like a promise your name blah 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 Ooh. and uh yeah and it's like okay what did he do and oh it's the big bad dark doctor guy who's not a doctor because of the name and the title yada 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 who destroyed the time laws and everything like that and it's like wow so knowing that we're gonna see him in the next episode we're like we're gonna see him we're gonna see him doing stuff fighting in the time war end the time war maybe find out eventually how it all got time locked which is still a bit of a mystery and to be fair just jumping ahead to the end of the episode sort of thing when they're all chatting away in that before they even realize that you know they all go the separate ways and they're not going to remember shit and more shit when you first meet that guy wouldn't you like say to him oh by the way don't do what you're about to do don't end the war don't you know kill everybody because you know what the daleks they're still going to survive yeah they're going to come back yeah and then i'm going to not stop them yeah which is like the only i was thinking about it earlier this morning and the only realistic not realistic the only the, the best um portrayal that i ever saw from it was chris eccleston when in the first episode Dal- episode six i think it was a 2005 series uh that called dalek <laughs> when he um sees it all chained up in uh van sotten gotten's vault wherever that guy's name was and uh and he he freaks out and he's all like you know oh it's a dalek let me out and stuff and then when he finds out it it's damaged and broken down and doesn't work and then he insults the fuck out of it yeah he's, he's like just taunting like, it and, yeah, yeah and spits in its face and all sorts and really good but um uh, and that was great because obviously he'd not seen a dialect since the time war and then when he saw it he was like oh my god it's gonna kill me because he was locked in the room then when it didn't turn the tables and that was it thought that was it it died you know um and that was it. But then every other time after that, it was just like, yeah, oh, it's the Daleks. And they were like, what, at the end of season one? And then they were at the end of season two. And then they were at the end of season four. <laughs> and they just keep going back in massive numbers. And then at the beginning of season seven, there's the whole the Asylum of the Daleks thing on Skyro, which was nice to go back and visit that place. But 
it's it was a fucking planet full of fucking Daleks and the older ones, which is cool. So they they're still around. So you would have thought he'd been like, yeah, oh yeah, at some point be a bit more depressed and mention the fact that he's depressed because not only did he kill all of his own people, but the Daleks survived. Yeah, so it was kind of pointless. Yeah. So yeah, there. so there's no point doing that. And sure, they they probably saved countless like you know species or whatever and stuff. But throughout the the series of Doctor Who, you always come across like um uh, a character which is like the last of their kind because the rest of it was destroyed in the time war because of what the doctor did and some of them resent the doctor for that so um yeah i'm sort of like wouldn't you mention that if you come across your older self and if you're your older self and you meet your future self wouldn't you ask some questions oh, like say yeah. what happens if i uh when i end this war what i'm about to do how does that work out even though they're not supposed to do that and all that kind of stuff, they're not supposed to coexist in the same time anyway because there's always the whole, you know, oh, can't go back on my own time stream and can't meet myself and all that kind of shit. Yet they spent like over an hour just chatting to each other about bullshit. Didn't even mention canine. No, they didn't. Bitches. So not a fan of it then, really? No, it was, yes. no I just I expected to see a lot more to do with this, the, the time war and, and stuff. And I just think it would have been... Nice to have seen with all that. I didn't even really put that much money into it, I guess. But it's like building up to the end of season seven, you see like little glimpses of all the previous doctors. They like they run through and stuff, like when uh, uh, Clara's um, in his time stream and stuff, and they, they run past. And it's just like it's a little like nod to the older doctors and the people that remember the older doctors, and like that's cool. And uh, and there's and and little things as well, like in the episode, I I did think it was quite cool how uh, the assistant scientist chick she had that long scarf on type thing, which was like what Tom Baker's doctor used to wear, and I was like, that's quite cool, nice little touch. And then obviously they had Tom Baker in the end, and I was like, oh, that's even better. And that just pisses all over the scarf on that chick. <laughs> but you know, and I was just like, and then at the end of the episode, you got that that thing where you got like all the doctors there, and it's like obviously CGI or whatever and stuff, but it looks cool. And I didn't notice it at first; we had to rewind it because I was just like, the moment they they started panning out, I was like, oh my god, it's all the doctors! And I like did a quick count, and then I was like looking at each of them, I was like, yeah, that was that one. And I was missing the first one, William Hartnell, but it turns out he was stood behind the the doctor, the actual doctor. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was wondering he who was that in was. the middle, and then they had all the others around him. That's like, was, that's was, a weird formation. To yeah, have. I was looking at that when it came up. I was like, okay, and I counted it, and I was like, mm. who's the guy in the very back there? I don't understand why is he. Yeah. Now, now that because I, I didn't know Doctor Who before Christopher Eccleston's incarnation of it mm. and the reboot, so it makes sense that okay, you would have had the first Doctor, kind of, there, and everything else followed him. Yeah. Um, but when I was looking, I was like, what's so special about him? I don't know why is he. Yeah, why is he just stood on himself? Yeah. I guess uh, maybe on a space in the on the stage, perhaps. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Probably a logical it's, explanation. It's like, <laughs> yeah, where do we, we put him? Know, it doesn't yeah. make sense. Like, oh, just stick yeah. him right there. That works. Yeah, it would have been nice to have seen. I don't know. I after after seeing it, I was just like, well, that's cool. But and I I remember I texted you before the episode that it would have been nice to have seen like the master's involvement in it and stuff. And I know, technically speaking, this is like. Um, the last day of the war because this is when Dr. John Hurt sets off the bomb or whatever and, and finishes it and in the um, the end of oh, what was the episode? The end of time or something when the master's in it again 
And the doctor says to him that he wasn't there in the last stage of the war, so he didn't see what happened and, you know, what he went through. Um, but the master was still a, a prominent part of the war. So it just, it, at the same time, seeing... It would have been nice if at some point during the episode they did maybe a little bit of a montage or something. Because you got that scene when, like, you know, the Daleks explode and burst into... Because they explode, they burst into the room. And that was it. And I was like, oh, I thought there was going to be a bit more of uh, an action scene or something. But nothing. And you see all these doctors and stuff. It would have been nice to have seen maybe in the background at some point, like, uh, you know, the master or something. And I, again, like, they, this is the whole thing. It's like, it's supposed to be, I guess, technically, the last day of the time war. But on the last day of the time war, you had, like, the president guy who tried to bring the Gallifrey into Earth's, like, orbit, pretty much, in that whole episode with the master. Yeah. So, like, so whilst John Hurt's doing his thing, the Time Lord President and his minions are trying to do their thing. It's like, I don't know, there's a lot of inconsistencies and I, I will not settle for a timey-wimey, wobbly, bullshit excuse of an answer, which is, whilst we whilst we touch on that, should we get hit that, my biggest timey-wimey, wobbly, bullshit thing that really annoys me? Yeah, go for it. And then I've got to ask you loads of questions. <clears throat> okay, so, and it goes back to the whole thing with Rory. And the sonic screwdriver when okay. the doctor's in the Pandorica. Yeah, and he... And it's quite simply put, and if I can ever actually get this up on the internet, anybody who's anybody could try and answer this without it sounding stupid or saying, oh, it's a timey-wimey thing. But yeah, uh, the doctor ends up being locked inside the Pandorica with the sonic screwdriver. Yeah. That's like, that's it. That's the end of story right there. But then, all of a sudden, come the next episode, Rory shows up and he unlocks the Pandorica, after he obviously Amy and whatnot, and that whole storyline of how she saved herself and whatnot, Rory then shows up, opens up the Pandorica with a sonic screwdriver, and the Doctor's like, you know, oh, how did you do that? And then Rory's like, well, you gave me this. And then the Doctor actually gets out a screwdriver from his fucking pocket at that fucking moment in time and goes, no, I didn't. So at that point, it never happened. He never gave Rory his screwdriver because he was locked inside the Pandorica with the screwdriver. So he could never have given it to Rory. So Rory could never have technically have opened the Pandorica because he'd never had the screwdriver. End of story. But he just got brushed off with a, oh, it's a timey-wimey wobbly thing. No. Yeah, I, I can't answer that. It's cause bullshit. I, I, <coughs> I agree with you on it. I can't see Thanks. it. No, I, yeah, I can't get my head around it. Now, and I, I hate know. the fact that they when they can, when they make a mistake where they can't explain something, they're just like, oh, it's a timey-wimey thing. And it's like, fuck off. At least try and be a little bit creative and explain. They've tried to explain everything else so far. No, they haven't. Well, no, not everything. There's still the whole thing of, like, why did the TARDIS go to that point in time and, and explode? To explode, yeah. Because yeah. the Doctor was like, there's a, something drew it here. And a lot of people are just playing that off, saying that that's the, the silence. But there's been no indication whatsoever that that was the silence that somehow took control of TARDIS and put it there to destroy itself or explode. Yeah. So, and he and he makes a big point of that in the episode. He's like, something drew it here. I'm going to find out what it is. And then, and then it, it never goes back And then he got again. forgotten about, yeah, yeah. Very much like the Daleks. of like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm not going to oh, yeah, worry about it. Yeah, when the M&M1s like disappeared and went off and then... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so like, yeah, and then um, oh, there's that one when uh, he did the yeah the emergency temporal shift in Manhattan, and then you've got the one with the M M&M and M Daleks, and they show up at the beginning of season six, I think, or yeah. whatever. Like the, the, when yeah. when back when uh, uh, Chris was like, oh, I'm gonna retire the Daleks now because they're not scary or whatever. Which yeah, because you turned them into M and M's, 
and they like just disappeared. And you would have thought the Doctor would be like, shit, the Daleks are back. I've got to hunt them down and finish them once and for all. But no, he's like, ah, oh, let them go do their, do, their, do whatever they're going to do. Yeah. Exterminate countless beings. Yeah, at some point in time, they'll come back into the storyline <clears> and it'll be like, oh, okay, so the Daleks have been behind the whole season-long arc of death and destruction or something like that. And they've been working in the shadows to try and destroy Earth again or destroy the Doctor or draw the Doctor out and... Then you'll be like, oh, okay, I gotta do something about this. Yeah, no, it's a bit crazy. But then also, um, in Asylum of the Daleks, didn't Clara do something which made all the Daleks forget yeah. who he is? Uh, yes. <clears throat> okay, so they'll just be out there doing whatever evil scheming they are. Yeah, and he'll show up and he'll be like, "Yo, I'm the." And this is, I think, a, a bit redundant because before he'd be, he'd show up and he'd be like, "I'm the Doctor," and he'd be like, "Oh shit." And then they'd stop, and then they'd like be recalculating. They're like, "Do we want to do this?" Because he kicks our ass every single time. Yeah. Whereas now he's gonna be like, "I'm the Doctor," and in theory they should just shoot him and exterminate him. Yeah. And then be like, "Doctor Who," and uh, but he won't be able to answer because he's dead or regenerating. But no, and so it's like I don't know. That's that. That I don't know if that was like um, a good thing to do because, like I say, they, he's gonna come across the Daleks again, or as the, the new Doctor will, and um. Or maybe they just never will. No, I, I think they will. There's, there's always room for Daleks. To be fair, I'd rather see a Dalek than a Cyberman. Yeah, so would I. Because I, the Cybermen used to be cool. I admit they look better now, but all they do is nothing. They stomp around. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> they just stomp around, making a point of it, and then they're just like, "Oh, you will be deleted," and that's it. And then they get defeated by the Doctor. Or at least the Daleks go around and do a little bit of damage or kill some people before being defeated. But the Cybermen just piss me off. Although I do enjoy the... Uh, I can keep going back to it. The whole conversation between the Daleks and Cybermen. And well, exterminate. Yeah, in season two. And it's just such a great conversation. The banter and the wit involved. And the Cybermen just like, you know, you would destroy the cyber, you know, the Cybermen or whatever with, you know, four Daleks. And they're like, no, we would do it with one. And it's just <laughs> like, yeah, right on. And the Daleks do fuck them up royally. So, they, they are overly cocky, though. Which, who? The oh, Daleks. Daleks. Oh, damn it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Like, like, you know, we will do it with one. But they, yeah. I mean, okay, granted, they did kick their ass, but. More than one Dalek did fell. Yeah, as long as they don't touch Rose Tyler, because then you become emo Dalek, and then you start having fucking feelings and shit. You know what would be amazing to see? What? <laughs> emo Dalek. Yeah. Versus emo Kev. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be brilliant. Yeah. On the rock. Yeah. Kev constantly questioning himself while the Daleks just like, <laughs> what was going on? Yeah. Oh, the sun's rising. <laughs> And Kevin would be like, do you know where the sun rises? <laughs> to set again in yeah. the evening. <laughs> you see that ocean over there? Yeah. yeah. If you spit in that ocean, you're part of something bigger. Yeah, so take your shell off and spit with me. <laughs> I'd, okay. Yeah, I'd pay to see that. All right, so in the Doctor... Yeah, ask me your questions. Yeah, a couple yeah. of questions. So first off, because I never ever watched the original series. Right. And so I apologize if I offended anybody. Yeah. Yourself included. Mm-hmm. So the War Doctor... Is the last Doctor in line before Christopher Eccleston? Yes. Okay. So in the original series that ran, yeah. with what, nine different Doctors? Eight Two. different Doctors? No, seven. Seven? Yeah. 
the time war was going on that entire time. Yes. Okay. And in the original series, did he refer to the time war as something that was actively happening? Yes. And that's the reason that he was running around the universe doing other shit. He didn't want anything to do with that. Yeah, the whole it's always been a, an ongoing thing that he was always the guy that, like very much like the master, um, he he was the, the the boy that ran, and that was obviously a thing they later on constantly referred to as like you know run doctor or run run away or doctor run or whatever they fucking said just run because that was it. It was always like originally it came across that it was like it was running from his past but in reality it was him just like running because whilst he wasn't fighting the time in, in the war he was just doing his own thing trying to get away from it but then would keep on ending up being part of it because you know uh the, the simple i was gonna say simple folk but they're not simple at all people like davros would show up and They'd have to, uh, you know, constantly like, you know, fight against Davros. And and when Davros came back, and um, Doctor Tennant's like, oh, uh, you know, it's not possible. You know, I saw your ship get destroyed in the eye of um, Jupiter or Crucible or the eye of whatever it was. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, that sort of stuff happened in the TV shows originally back in the day. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so there are references to stuff that actually happened and whatnot. But they had a massive, they did the series all the way up until the seventh Doctor, and then they cancelled it, and then they did the movie, which was with the eighth Doctor, and then it kind of, when it kind of finished, there was no, there was no extension, there was no other movie, there was no TV reboot or anything like that, so it just finished, and then there was a 2005 reboot with Chris. But, and for the old school fans, it was all like, you know, well, what happened? We've been waiting for years to figure out what happened. When did, what happened to the Eighth Doctor? How did he re- end up regenerating into what we thought was the Ninth Doctor, which technically is the Ninth Doctor, but in reality, the Tenth Incarnation of the same person. Right, okay, cool. So that's why that little prequel thing then makes sense to yeah. you and, and everybody else. Which was a really nice little thing, because I was like, I don't know if it was the same actor that they got in or whatever. I've not looked into it that much, but when I saw him, I was just like, because I don't know if you've seen the movie. Have no. you seen? No, no. It's really awesome. The Masters in it. It's great. He looks very much like the Terminator at one point. He awesome. shows up with like slick black hair and sunglasses, leather jacket. <laughs> he may as well have just been like Sarah Connor <laughs> and just start gunning people down. There was no like scrolling through his head to find an appropriate <laughs> response. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> no. He, um, yeah. But I mean, there was, I think, like, a different incarnations of the master in that uh, in that movie but yeah it was a good movie um it's on netflix check it out uh i think or it was check it out okay somehow <laughs> no it's fine i will do it. um okay. and so yeah that was a really nice touch ben because i i i didn't know about it until luckily stace was just like you know oh because she hadn't seen any trailers or anything like me and i was like that's cool but then she was on bbc iplayer or something and she was like oh there's a uh, an episode or something. I was like, "What?" Let me find out. It was eight minutes long, so I was like, "Oh, it's they're doing like what they did with the last season with uh, the pond life or the pond story or whatever it was, where there was like five or six little mini episodes of the ponds doing whatever it was they were doing." And I was, and then we watched it, and I was like, straight away, the moment he appeared, I was like, oh, "That's the Eighth Doctor," and Stacey was like, "Who? Hey, what?" <laughs> Then I explained it to her a little bit, and she was like, oh, okay, fair enough. And then, yeah, the whole regeneration thing, I was like, it made sense. Well, it made sense to me. No, I think it made sense to me as well, but I have to ask. So he... <clears throat> so that he crash lands. 
Yes. And dies. Yes. So he would have regenerated, but he would have regenerated anyway. Um, yeah, or, or, this is a bit where I'm a bit like unclear too as well, because that little, I'm sure they will explain it further down the road in the next season. There's going to be obviously opportunity to go back to that moment or whatever and, and actually explain it because I'm sure like nine out of 10 people who've seen it would be screaming out being like, what the fuck? Because yeah, he was trying to save the chick. They crash on the planet. He's technically dead or was told he was dead by some old chick. And but if he was dead, he would have regenerated. Yeah. So it's kind of like um, it's kind of like led to believe because they're all maybe it's it's a tummy wimey space magic thing. I don't know if it's that because <laughs> they're just like oh we can regenerate you but and you can choose to look like how you want or whatever. And he's like yeah yeah I look old or whatever. But when he regenerates and he looks in the the reflection, he's young, which obviously makes you lead to believe that he's been fine the time war for quite a long time. But um, well, I understood it slightly differently. Okay, <clears throat> go on then. I understood it like, okay, so he was dead. Yes. Now, I mean, you agree with me that he would have regenerated anyway. Yes. But he w- but he wouldn't have a choice in who he regenerated. So, like, every doctor's got slightly different personality or different quirks or a different outlook or perspective yeah. on the universe or what he's supposed to do or whatever. So, they get the, what those chicks, the, those old women, whatever group they were part of, Gave him the opportunity to choose what type of doctor he would be. Yes. And he picked the war doctor because after seeing this one person die, it's, you know, rather than all the rest of the thousands that he's seen die, um, he basically decided that he now needs to become a warrior and he needs to put an end to. Yeah, because I remember the time he war. did he did use the phrase warrior because yeah. they were like, you know, warrior protector or some bullshit like yeah. that, or whatever. So and he, he was just like warrior because he was just like, yeah, okay, I need to step up and uh not fight the war but end it yeah that was his thing because of the reaction of the chick when she was like oh you're a time lord yeah and then like we'd rather die than be saved which is a bit ludicrous but fine it is what it is i mean that little part of it is is i'd have been i'd have got on my box and fucked off i'd been like fuck you then yeah he had time to get in his box yeah he did but he was just like no i'm not leaving without you I'd have then would have been like, shit, we're going to crash. I'm going to die. Yeah. How about See you, ya. <laughs> yeah. How about you just like get in this TARDIS and like go back five minutes and try it again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't go back in your own time stream. So apparently. He, so he chooses to become a warrior. Yes. And then goes off to fight and end of the time war. So that I, I kind of get that. That makes sense. Yeah. So that means technically a time lord has only got what? They can live 13 times or 13 lives. They can regenerate 13. Well, the, yeah, the original lore of it, and this came about because, again, one of the movies, original ones, was that and there's been a lot of arguments. Some people are saying that um, that was the 13 regeneration cycle or 12, I should say, is only because of uh, the Time Lords, or the ones that, you know, the, the, the president and stuff, the, the high council that ran everyone else and, and whatnot, that it was um, a thing that they could control because in the uh, the movie The Five Doctors, which is an ironic title considering there's only technically four of them in it, because Tom Baker shows up at the very beginning rowing a boat with his companion and then he gets, like, frozen in time, but then he doesn't appear until the end of the movie. But the other four doctors, they all they interact and shit throughout the whole movie and stuff, and it's it's great. Um, if you haven't seen it, 
seriously check it out so i've got two doctors of movies to watch now yes okay i can give you the uh, the five doctors one it's brilliant because uh, if you've not seen it there's a there's a scene i don't know if i've told you not already with uh john pertree is the third doctor and sarah jane smith she was his companion and uh she falls down <laughs> a hill at one point they get transferred him and his companion get transferred i mean they like haven't seen each other for years and they get they both get um transported to i think it's gallifrey if i remember correctly um but like just before that happens whatever he's driving along in his uh vintage car of some sort she falls down a hill and he pulls over because he hears a scream he's like oh i must help i'm the doctor and she's led there. He's like, oh, I've fallen down. Oh, and he's like, don't worry, I'll save you. And he gets um, that, that rope stuff that you sometimes have in cut more in America, where you pull the, the tow cable stuff out from uh, the car. Yeah. And then um, you can, like, I guess, for instance, it's like this, where you can pull people up or pull cars back if they're on the edge of a cliff or something, like in Jurassic Park 2. Um, and then he, and, he, and he throws it to her, and she kind of, like, I guess, wraps it around herself or whatever, or she just grabs hold of it. And then he gets back into the car and reverses up. And you see her being pulled up this slightly sloping hill. Not even a hill. It's just slightly sloping ground. She could have got up and walked up it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was all over dramatic, you know, dramatized because of, I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> but it's fucking funny. At the time, it was probably like, oh my God, she's on a, an abyss. You know, but no, it was when you watch it, She's she could have got up and gone. I'm all right, thanks. Don't need a rope. <laughs> so I give you that. But um, uh, yeah. Where were we? Where had we gone to that? Um, five doctors. Yeah, five doctors. Uh, the master was involved in that too. Okay. Gallifrey. Okay, oh, I was asking about all the regenerations. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, because the master, he yeah. <laughs> there we go. Um, he was. He'd like uh, on on I think on a couple of occasions he's done it, but he'd used up like all of his regeneration cycle, and the High Council um, offered him a brand new regeneration cycle if he helped them fight the war, because they were like we're losing, we need somebody who's ruthless and um, uh, just you know a master at the art of killing and manipulation and everything that's like bad and evil, but in the good positive way that they're good at what they do and shit they needed and that was the master so they made in the deal that they'd offer him a new regeneration cycle if he helped him out with the war he agreed and then he like fought the war for a little bit and then jogged on okay <laughs> as so you do because he's sort of losing anyway he's like i'm out of here which is kind of like around about the time that he then did the whole he put his consciousness thing into the watch right. thing which and then ended then, up at the end of the universe or yeah whatever, building a rocket to yeah but there, there is a there is a whole thing where yeah, they can have their regeneration cycle somehow reset by the the high council or whatever. And now that they're bringing Gallifrey back into it, or that's going to be probably the next season where he's going to go looking for it to bring it back. And because why not? The Daleks have been back for years. Cybermen have always been around, and big red monsters that have served no purpose except to mimic people uh, around. So why not have the the time lords as well? Bring them back cancel the time war or start a new time war i'm hoping that's what's going to happen okay and then they can then that that leaves room then to bring the master back which i really want to see because he was my favorite character back in the day okay so but technically speaking it's 13 regenerations he's on his third oh when no uh, like like that's that's what it's supposed to be was matt smith was yeah 13 regenerations 
uh yeah so that's human generations uh technically they were like chris is the ninth so david tennant was the 10th, 10th matt so smith the 11th, 11th but then they've brought in john hurt okay but he doesn't so, so technically he doesn't count though because no, he it does. was because it was a just because he doesn't he, he just didn't have they just didn't call, refer to him as the doctor or he didn't have the name okay so the title. Is, so basically so when because the doctor is obviously not his name he has a name but he chose the title of the doctor but come that guy he wasn't a doctor so he he like tried to pretend that he didn't exist but he was he still counts as a regenerational dude so matt smith is technically the 12th guy and come the christmas special when he regenerates into peter capaldi or whatever yeah sorry about that pete we don't know who you are uh like he's gonna listen to this <laughs> um <laughs> fuck you <laughs> um yeah technically this generation would be his last but there's a lot of controversy on the internet obviously twitter and stuff they're like well maybe because the time lords were all killed and stuff which it turns out they weren't killed because they were just misplaced or whatever they're like maybe because they're not there to Main policy monitor all of yeah stuff. maybe okay. he just has countless regenerations which i'm just like no nah, i'm pretty certain that's not how it works okay. and that's why they they've gone to the point of bringing gallifrey back into it because everybody at the bbc would be like shit we you know they, they, they come in for a couple of years then they leave again we're running out of doctors we've only got 13 left and if we go past 13 we're going to upset all the old fans so they're like oh let's bring gallifrey back and then reset his regeneration cycle then they can carry on the series for like countless of years and everyone's happy. Okay. Sure. That makes sense. Except, uh, except me. No, 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 no. Just bring I, the master back. That's all. Is that too much to ask? You want a new show, don't you? You just want a show called The Master. Yeah, that'd be good. Okay. Oh, can you imagine him going around in like a, I don't know, a red TARDIS or something? Which is killing people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's, you know, make him do it so we don't have to. <laughs> Okay, oh, so that'd be cool. so he, so even though he got to choose his regeneration when he turned into the War Doctor, that still counts as one of his regenerations. Yes. Okay. Now, what about? Yeah, because in theory he would have regenerated anyway in when he died. No, Which fine. I mean, there has been throughout the series there has been a delay in the regeneration uh, cycle because of inconsistencies with the BBC. It's like sometimes you know when he's dying, he's regenerated before he's died. Sometimes he died, then regenerated. But sometimes it's a bit like the Highlander. You know, it's the rules are written as it goes on. Yeah, yeah. They make it up as they go along. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I've got so two. two. But she's kind of like you know, uh, just to quick uh, quickly jump in. John Hurt's regeneration made no sense to me in the the fiftieth anniversary special when he's just like, oh, wearing thin, and then just regenerates. What the fuck? I, I don't know. He I, wasn't dying. He wasn't dying suddenly of old age. He wasn't nothing. He was just what? What bored? Oh, just oh, the war's finished. Uh, was it something? To do, did I miss something with the spell that was done with these timey wimey wibbly wobbly know. witches? Maybe we should rewatch the eight-minute little prequel episode and, and see. Uh, maybe. Okay, we'll do that with the next podcast when we correct ourselves and be like, "Yes, we were wrong." <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's fine. But it's like I'm assuming that maybe unless unless it was something to do the spell when they were like, you know, oh, when you finish the time or when you end it you'll die and then that's when he actually died when he should have died at the ship crash the beginning maybe I don't yeah know. or maybe it was like a limited time thing. i don't know but i okay. don't know because oh how convenient it was that he just happened to finish the time on the fucking last day that he was going to regenerate then. yeah okay good point we'll watch that again yeah and, and see if if we can come up with an, an answer of, of our own that makes sense yeah 
So when he <coughs> got killed or poisoned, and River Song yeah. Oh, yeah. gave up her regeneration in nineteen forty. Yeah, whatever. So she 44. used up. She used up one of or all of her regeneration. They claimed that I don't know how they knew because I think it was Amy that told him. I think. Or it might have been someone else, but that whoever it was, they they told they told the doctor at the time when he woke up that she had used up her regeneration cycle set, all of it, to save to, re- to save him. Yeah. Okay. Which on a technicality, and we've talked about this before, and I've said like that would make perfect sense if when she did that, that gave him a new set there and then, so he might have another thirteen to go from the Matt Smith character. Right. But they never, you know, touched on no, that. Really maybe they it. will, you know. But that would have been a great time to, have, you know, go into that. But then, I don't know. The whole River Song thing's a nightmare to try and explain, comprehend, and yeah. stuff at the moment, anyway. Because it was like, well, they had a really good running set where, when she first met him, Doctor Tennant, he had no idea who she was. She knew everything, and then they did. Work it out. There were some like little bits where it's like, well, you know what? But by the time that he knows her, she doesn't know him. So they did work that out really well. But then, and there's like, you would think, okay, that's it. But then it carries on after that. He carries on meeting her. And it's just like, you know, well, I know they meet out of time and stuff, but they had this running out of sync thing. And that storyline technically was kind of concluded because it got to the point where. He knew her, or when he knew her and stuff, is when she went back to the library. So it was like, that was the end of that elastic band time theory thing. But then he meets her after that, and they still ask consult diaries, and it's just like, oh, any excuse. I mean, she's a great character. I love Alex Kingston. I wouldn't lick her toes, but I like her. (laughs) And... Yeah, I just think they were just like, oh, any excuse just to bring her back into it. And But it's like, since Amy and Rory have left, she's like, what, shown up once? Which was the last episode of the whole Trends of Law thing. Yeah. Okay, all right. It. So we'll, we'll get into that thing later. So mm. I still have one more regeneration okay. question. All right, go. Okay. At the end of season four? Yeah. Is it season four? Tenant gets shot by Dalek. Yes. And starts to regenerate. Yes. And then gravity pulls it towards his hand, and he regenerates uh, he, he, back he, into himself. Uh, yeah. Or no, there becomes well, two Well, he, he redirects it into his hand, and then... And then the DNA strand... Blah, from blah, the blah, hand, yeah. yeah. And then so he stays as David Tennant, but then there ends up becoming a second one. Yes. So doesn't technically that count as regeneration? Um, No. I don't understand why not, because he was dying. I think, yeah, but I think it's because it because it was his hand from when it got cut off at the end of season one, or the beginning of season two. Yeah, the, the special, yeah. And he was still regenerating at that point, because obviously he grew his hand back. And he was all like, whoa, look at me. Yeah. Uh, but his hand had gone off the cliff. That then got recovered from Jack. Yeah, yeah, which then ends up back and with him. And then he, like, stored it and whatnot. And so because that was still, like, his hand that was still regenerating at the time, I think still had, like, regenerative properties. And, and that's it, an epic loophole. But yeah. Okay. But, well, okay, more to the point then, it was like it was an unprecedented uh, situation where 
there was basically two parts of himself there. So if it, the hand hadn't have been there, he would have just regenerated as normal. But because his hand was there, he was able to direct the regeneration source into that hand, therefore cheating the regeneration loophole in the first place. Which if you want to like, you know, dig right down to the loopholes and stuff, how did the Time Lords, you know, hold this power over them where they're like, oh, you can only have 13 regenerations. And after that, they just die. It, is there a, you know, a spell or a medallion or a coin that they got to carry or a ring? I think it's a key ring. It's a keychain. Maybe, yeah. Okay, that's fine. That answers my question on that, I, I guess. So, so the the next doctor will be. That's only 13. because his hand was there, so he be he was able to like, I guess, redirect that regeneration thing into his hand, which still kind of, I guess, to be fair, like raises the question of like, well, he was dying because he got shot by a Dalek, but somehow saved him but i guess because the regeneration power was coming from him it saved him whilst he put it into the new thing but i don't know it's it's a it's a timey wimey wobbly thing okay thanks for that apparently i love that explanation yeah it's bullshit it works i, well hate, it. I hate it when they can't explain things and they're like oh shit we fucked up um oh it's a timey wimey thing it's like oh that's such a, a cop out okay so that was that was like really <laughs> final yeah uh, yeah okay all right, so next Doctor is number 13, and I guess we'll see where that goes. Cool. Yeah, they're going to find Gallifrey. He'll get a new cycle. And all will be well in the world. Yeah. For everybody but you. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. So then the only questions i got left then, because that makes sense. I wasn't sure if there was, like, uh, in-continuity thing, out-continuity thing, um with the time war because i'd never seen any of the earlier ones oh, no, it was... so w- when it went into the new series like they mentioned the time war and the fact that he was the last time uh, yeah the last time lord and i don't think it was ever in the original series i don't think it was ever actually referenced or not by memory anyway i don't recall it ever actually being referenced to it as the time war but the war was always ongoing because he was always running into cybermen and daleks like every other episode and um and davros like every uh season <laughs> constantly um and so yeah the, so there was always like a war going on and constant battles and stuff and always you know on either on earth or scaro or whatever um so i don't think it became reference to the time war until season nine which is why there was a massive jump because when it finished and even in like season eight there was never any of this like you know the time war was finished and stuff it was still going which is clever how they've done it because they were like well we've left a gap between the eighth doctor and the ninth or technically the tenth to cover that storyline and like we said for years they've kept on going on oh the time war this that and the other oh it's impossible it's all time locked yeah and if you know doctor who's proven anything it's that nothing's impossible when it comes to the fucking doctor who universe and you know the amount of times that he has to like he comes across a scenario the first time Chris Eccleston comes across a Dalek. It's, oh no, it's impossible. You're all wiped out. And then David Tennant, the amount of times that he comes across fucking Daleks and stuff, he's like, no, it's impossible. And it's like, learn the fucking, like, the way things work. Yeah. It's not impossible. <laughs> when he comes across Davros, it's, oh, no, it's impossible. I saw your ship get destroyed by blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh no, Dalek Khan saved me. It's like, well, of course he fucking did. But that's impossible. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I get over this impossible, like, stump that he's, like, you know, running into all the time. <laughs> that's, that's funny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so, yeah, yeah, we'll see where it goes, like you say. Okay. Um, All right, so then I think the only other questions that I've got is just shit that we've spoken about incessantly. A, why did the TARDIS blow up? Cause yeah. I, I don't get it. I never got answered. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, yeah, that just didn't make any sense to me. Then, and that, that, that was the whole Pandora thing, wasn't it? Yeah, so that's fine. I mean, it's not fine, but the the sonic screwdriver and the TARDIS blowing up and the Pandorica, that all ties into like the same ending cliffhanger of, of a particular season. Then you got the that, I don't know, eye patch lady chick that wants to kill the doctor. Yeah. And gets River Song to do it. Yeah. And but he fakes his death. So everybody thinks he's dead. Yeah. And hides the for, fixed point in time. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then hides for a while. Yeah. And then comes back. Yep. And all of a sudden, nobody wants him dead anymore. Yeah. Even though he's now running around the galaxy again, doing his stuff. Mm. Well, I guess uh, I guess technically everybody just thinks that's an older version of him because they do think he's dead. But obviously, it's a time thing, isn't it? It's like he might have died on whatever that specific year was or whatever, but an older version of himself might have gone forward. I don't know. It's an older or a younger. And technically, they well, they would probably they anybody who's anybody who thinks after is died, they would probably think it's a younger version of him. But I don't know. It's a time thing. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Temporal mechanics that they just don't want to explain. Okay. Apart from saying it's a timey wimey thing. Yep. Yeah. Got <laughs> it. So he yeah fakes his own death, but still hasn't managed to like um, solve. Or resolve the whole silence thing, like why, why, why it is it they want him dead, or you know why this religious order? Because they, they haven't been stopped. Well, that's the other thing. Is like I'm pretty certain because at the end of, I'm pretty certain if not, it was the end of season six where he had the blue dude who had his head in the box and he was just like, oh, the silence will fall when the questions are asked. He's yeah. like, Doctor Who, and he just says that repetitively. And that was in season six. Yeah. So it's like, that was the big build up to leading up to like seven of like, you know, the question they'll be asked or whatever. And then the very last episode in season seven was called The Name of the Doctor, which kind of like led you to believe that it was going to be the whole, um, you know, okay, the question's going to be asked and, you know, shit's going to get real and it's going to happen and stuff. And they built up and they're like, shit. And then maybe that question did get asked by Clara because she was like, who's that? And maybe it was as simple as that. And so they had this big build-up from season six. You know, science for all, when a question gets asked, the question's going to be asked. Ooh. Then he has to fake his own death and everything. And then the end of season seven, uh, she finds out everything and sees this old dude. And like uh, he's like, oh, yeah. Basically, you know. He's the incarnation of myself. Yeah, that, we don't, don't talk about him. But, you know, he did horrible things. And you're like, holy shit. But no question got asked. Nobody asked Doctor Who, and I had nothing to do with Clara seeing this dude because she was hardly in it as well. Billy Piper as well, both of them hardly. And you would have thought Jenna's uh, Clara, being the fact that she'd jumped into his time stream and had been like pretty much like through them all and seen them all, and as well as um, Rose having like you know absorbed the you know time vortex and stuff and seen everything as well. You would have thought they would have been a bit more prominent in the episode. But instead, they were hardly in it. And it was just David, Matt, and John just chatting about complete bullshit most of the time. 
Still not going to get over that. <laughs> no, that's fine. I, I hope you see it again and you enjoy it more than you did I think the first I'll time. enjoy it more, definitely. And it might answer some little bits of questions. But I just feel, me personally, I feel a little bit let down because you're kind of led to believe the way that season six finished with the, you know, the whole, oh, the, the question will be asked, blah, blah, blah. And then the end of seven when it's like he, you know, he sees himself in the, the place where he's going to die and... Yeah, again, there's a lot of, like, you know, to do with who he is when the question gets asked, blah, blah, blah. And then that it's as if that all just suddenly got forgotten about and they just brought in a new writer who's never seen any of that or heard any of it and they're just like, okay, I'm, I'm going to... This is the story. And cause it had nothing to do with any of that. And you led to believe that the 50th anniversary special was going to be a lot to do with this stuff and I think the, I think the Christmas special, because the, the, the preview that it showed at the end of the 50th anniversary was talking about like trends of lore and the name of the doctor and, and all that stuff. So oh, I didn't see that. I don't think. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, usually, I don't remember it. Okay, usually the, the episode ends. Yeah, and then the like, yeah, next, next time we're like next time we're in the Christmas special. Yeah, it was you know it was talking about you know uh, trends of lore and um and all that stuff. So I think it's going to get answered there. I think the fiftieth anniversary was to a certain degree not a standalone, but it was to maybe tie off or try and have a different resolution to the time war so that as we move into season seven because like at the end of it he's like you know i've been running away but now actually turns out i'm running towards something i'm uh, you know i'm gonna find my home yeah they're trying to open that up i think that that i will excuse all the, the shit that i don't understand if in like let's say the christmas special when matt smith regenerates into a different doctor they finally close up a couple of things the silence and the reason that the TARDIS exploded, and the um, whole Trenzalore thing. And if they then close it off, they've then done something where they've opened up in the special what the new Doctor is going to be doing, which is trying to find Gallifrey. Mm. I think you're not you going to l- get, you're, you're get an answer to your silent <laughs> screwdriver, though. I guarantee that. No, I never will, because they, they've because uh, a lot of people have asked, and that's just been brushed off as a timey-wimey thing. Um, I don't think... I think they'll. I, I I believe you're right. I think they'll tie it off with the whole, um, you know, when the question gets asked thing and the silence. Hopefully, um, I don't think they'll answer um, the other thing. What was the other? Oh, uh, what the TARDIS exploding? Yeah, I don't think they'll answer that. I don't think they'll go back to that. Or if they do, it's probably going to be like with the next Doctor at some point. Because okay. there'll be like that's an excuse for them to go back at it and. Uh, introduce like maybe previous characters you know could bring back um uh amy pond for an episode whatever her name is what's her name karen gillen yes karen no they can't because she's locked in time isn't she no but like the next doctor could go back in time to around about that sort of time and interact with her because i mean they could get matt smith involved and have to because the fucking doctors are always bumping into each other and stuff even though they're not supposed to and if they do the whole universe is supposed to collapse on itself and stuff yeah there's been like a fucking shit ton of load of times that they've all fucking met up and had a chat with each other about bollocks and stuff and talk about the fucking glasses and their outfits and fucking celery on their jackets and bullshit God, there's some emotion there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, I, I don't know. I, I enjoy the show for what it is. I really do. I love it. But there's a little couple of things that annoy me every now and again when they're just like, you know, 
the doctor's like, oh, I can't go back on my own time stream or, oh, I can't go back and interfere with things. Yet every day he's traveling, he's interfering with fucking things all the time. And like the whole thing with uh, Amy and, and Rory when they, you know, the angels, oh, 1937 or whatever year it was, they're like, they're locked and stuff. And now oh, doctor can't go there for some bullshit reason again. Can't go back on time streams. Well, why can't he travel to 1940 or something? Let them live in New York for a couple of years and then go pick them up and carry on traveling through time. Nothing's stopping that. Yeah. Apparently, there was uh, some timey-wimey bullshit law in place that he couldn't do that. Maybe he just doesn't care. Maybe he doesn't like them. Maybe that was his way of getting rid of them. He was just like, you know what? Since you got married, you've become a right fucking bitch. Because she did become a little bit of a bitch. She took on the whole... You know, Miley Cyrus and Lindsay Lohan type attitude and become a bit of a cunt. Towards the end. Ouch. Yeah. Sorry, Karen. Those are, those are some um, <laughs> pretty... Um, well, she was. Before, she was all like, you know, oh, nice. Okay, yeah, we're going to go. We're going to do this. And then when it didn't work in her favor or go her way, she'd bitch and whinge and moan and stuff and then get aggressive and... And then in the, and then in the end, she's all like, you know, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I love Rory, but... You know, of all the time that she spent with the doctor, no, okay, you know what? Let's just have a, let's hug it out. And, you know, I love you, but I love my husband more. And, you know, having a heart to heart chat or whatever, she's just basically like, yeah, I'll fuck you. I'm going to hang out with Rory. We don't want to see you again. And he, the doctor didn't do anything wrong. Well, he did lots wrong, but did he? I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. I really, really can't. All but I really no, remember like about started... that episode is, is the is the Statue of Liberty was a weeping angel. Yeah. And that was kind of cool. <clears throat> um, yeah. And yeah, when Rory disappeared and then she followed and then he's like, oh, I gotta go back. And It was quite emotional because I felt sorry for River because Amy was she had that whole heart heart with River rather than the Doctor. And I was like, that, the second time I watched that did actually uh, because I'm a big wuss, I I did cry a little bit. I'll be honest. But well, she was having a heart to heart with her daughter. Yeah. Um, but and then River's like, you know, it's time lock. You can't go back. And like you said, I, the first thing I thought was like, well, why don't you go back to the cemetery like four minutes ago? Yeah. Yeah. You don't exactly. have to go back to 1936 or whatever it is. Why don't you just jump in the TARDIS and like go back four minutes? Yeah. And 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 pick her up. But anyway, the TARDIS probably wouldn't allow it because I would like. Start, it, it steers away from uh, possible paradoxes. Okay, but then in the 50th anniversary, you're able to have three TARDISes right next to each other. Yep. Do you know why? Um, yeah, I know. Because, um, what's his name? S- Stephen Moffat? Moffat, Moffat, uh, yeah. Moffat, yeah. yeah MFO? Yeah, because he said so. Because he wrote in the script and he was just like, you know what? it's gonna look cool <laughs> on screen know? it's gonna look awesome having three yeah. tardises next to each other do you know, the, then, other, do you know and, the other reason no what because it's a timey-wimey wobbly thing no <laughs> i forgot about that <laughs> um and then yeah. also because as well and see they should have done this they should have had like the doctor one of the doctors or each of the doctors going to the wrong tardis Oh, that would have been brilliant. This is not my TARDIS. Yeah, this is not a TARDIS. <laughs> this is a TARDIS. <laughs> the size of a tangerine. <laughs> okay. um, I don't think for the moment I've got any other questions. Other than okay, well, just, let's finish off with just a, just a quick rundown and of general then. like, um, to- If you can, how would you rate 
the each uh, your top favorites of the end of the series. Oh, what, like from one to... Yeah, so you got one with Rose the Daleks, Jack dies, and one not, she kills them all. Two, being the Daleks and the Cybermen, he loses Rose. Three, being the Master, um, and the whole end of the universe thing, and uh, dying. Yeah, four being being Davros and and the Daleks again. (laughs) And the whole lasso, <laughs> whole lasso around Earth and like dragging it back. Yeah. Which kind of made me laugh. Okay. Yeah. Um, five being the Pandorica. Uh, yep. And then six, six being the death of the Doctor. Yep. And then seven being the, the death of the Doctor. Or the, well, in, the, in, the time, the in the time stream or whatever. How would I rate them in terms of favorite to, to least favorite? Yeah, roughly if you can. Okay. Favorite, I think, is three. Oh, yeah, with the Master. With the Master. Yep. Okay. I think the... Probably actually my favorite season as well, because the I mean, throughout the whole season it would have been, but I didn't like Martha. Okay, I so hated yeah. her character. I didn't mind. I didn't mind Martha too much. I just thought that the whole thing running through the season with um, John Smith and it, it keep on being mentioned throughout the the season. John Sims. John, no, no, no. I know it was John Sims, but it wasn't the what was the guy's name as a politician who picked the name? Oh, um. That was no, it wasn't John. Anyway, oh, I can't what, I to look into that. Yeah, whatever his name was, that whole storyline running through, and how every once in a while, like his one of his assistants would show up and like whisper something to Martha, or you know, you'd have the drums, or ah, oh, the drums. You know, just those little things. That that that, that the whole the way the whole season broke down. I, I really liked it. So I I loved the way that that one... Yeah, and there was like posters and stuff around it when they had been like, vote for Saxon. That's it. it. Something Saxon. Yeah. Um, um, no, I can't remember. I can't okay. uh, look into it too much. But I remember it was definitely Saxon. Yeah. So that's... And the way that that season closed out, I thought that was really cool. Plus, I actually really liked the character of um, Captain Jack. Yeah. I was going to say Jack Sparrow. But <laughs> <laughs> Savvy. Um, so like when he comes back into it at the end of that season and then they end up doing the whole, you know, beat the master and all that stuff. Yeah. So three, I think is my favorite. Then, right on. then probably, I think it's, it's a close call. Well, I don't know. No, then it's probably two. Yep. Okay. Cybermen. Daleks, that whole thing. Love that. Um, that was a good the, 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 I liked the introduction to it, like, you know, the, the part of it, you know, like how ah, Rose yeah. Tyler is telling about this day that I died and how she ends up in, yeah. in an alternate, an alternate and reality. And like, what the fuck? She's like, yeah, because this is the day I die. And it's like, holy shit, what? Yeah. Yeah. So that was awesome. And, and the end as well, it looks like when they're on opposite ends of the wall. Yeah. And he's just like, Ugh. and she's like, oh my God, banging and stuff. It's just, I, uh, I cry every time I see that as well, to be okay. fair. Was that the worst? Do you not cry when you watch stuff? I do every now and again. Do you, do, you, do you not get emotionally attached to the story and the people and stuff like you're there? I get more angry than I do, like, <laughs> I cry. Like, I'll be watching something. You're such a man. <laughs> no, but I, like, I get, like, so annoyed. Like, I'll be watching something and I can put up with, like, a certain amount of, uh, what's the word? Like, villains and emotives and this, that, and the other. But sometimes... You get like a villain or a bad guy on screen, and they're so conniving and so evil, and I'm just like, oh, I just want to like, ah, okay, but I don't cry. 
I just get. <laughs> or like you have Hank, like thanks man <laughs> like watching 24 i know this is completely off subject but like watching 24 <laughs> and like jack is going through all the stuff and you'll always have that one politician or that one fbi agent or that one person that is so dumb or is like <laughs> getting in the way of everything and you know like it's like jack is trying to do what's right and yet you're like you've arrested him you're just an idiot and i think to myself like it just pisses me off yeah yeah, because they're always like, you know, I'm just following orders, Jack. And he's just like, no, damn it, listen to me. Call Chloe or whoever. And they're just like, yeah, I'll do it later. Yeah. And then they arrest him anyway. He's just like, damn it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, so back to it. So, yeah. Uh, so three and then two. And then I think it's a close tie between one and four. I probably have to go with one, only because I do have a bit of an issue with the throwing a lasso around Earth and dragging it back and somehow Earth not just yeah. getting ripped into 450 million pieces. It makes sense. I mean, if, you, if, you'd, if you'd grown up watching the originals, then you probably would have said four because like, you would have had that. Like, I had that connection. I was like, holy shit, it's Davros. They finally brought him back. And, um, and the voice was spot on and everything it should have been in the original series that it wasn't <laughs> and uh but that the, the look was was i mean back in the other day back when it was still black and white tv sure it's, i mean their their special effects budget would have been like 15 pounds or something but even and later on it, it progressively got better of course but and what it is now is it very it, it honors the look very very um positively and like you know it, it's spot on just obviously you know um they've just updated it i get they got a bigger budget so easy to do and it, look, and it does look great and he sounds great and just everything about him how you know he you know just a mad scientist and like never a leader of the daleks always kind of in his own twisted psychopathic kind of way thought that he might have been or could have been or was but at the end of the day, he was always just, he created the Daleks, but then became a slave to them because they were like, oh, you're, in, you're not, yeah, you're, you're inferior. And, uh, but go make some more Daleks. I'm kidding. And he, but he agreed, and he, and he did that. And every time, everything about that was so true to like his character. And like when he came, comes back and the doctor's like, oh my God, no, but it's you. And you couldn't be, I see your ship destroyed. And he's like, <laughs> He didn't do that, but he could have done. Get an evil laugh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, cause, but there was a great moment, though, at that point when he... Um, I'll never forget it, because I must admit, I knew it was coming. I knew Davros was going to come back. But that moment when, before he sees him on the uh, the monitor, and you just hear the voice, and David Tennant does that classic doctor clenches teeth type thing. He's like, no, it's impossible. <laughs> as he does a lot and then but then you got like everyone else who's like sarah jane smith she knew davros because when she was traveling with um john poetry and stuff she'd come across him so she knew who he was so and just that moment of like that realization of like when they hear the voice and like the doctor recognizes it straight away she recognizes it straight away even though they're not talking to each other yeah and it's just like Didn't, that's such um, a great moment what's his name recognize it as well uh jack I uh, he uh, I don't think he recognised it as Davros, but it was just because of the Daleks, because a message came through, and they, he then picked up, and it was like the whole exterminate thing, and he was like, oh my god, because he was the only one out of torture with that had come across the Daleks. So, 
they I think there was mention that he'd like talked to them about them, but they'd never fought them before or anything. So so yeah, she so had that whole massive impact of the doctor realizing it, Sarah realizing it, Jack going shit the Daleks again. Fuck is it killed me like, you know, a few years ago again. <laughs> Um, and yeah, it was just massive and on that great scale. And then, of course, yeah, Rose showing up and Donna's like, why don't you go ask her? <laughs> and they run or try to run to each other and then get shot down. Okay, great so for moment. you, so for you then? I'd probably put four before one. Okay. But one was, they're all up there, I yeah. think. It's it's interesting how, um, for me, like the top four is within the first four seasons. No offense to Matt Smith, because I like him as a doctor. I think the end of the seasons, as we've gotten to like five, six, and seven, are weaker, but just because there's stuff that I don't understand. Yeah. I think the storylines throughout all the seasons have been great. I liked the fact, I liked the whole ending of Five of the Pandorica. I was like, it, that was a good season finale, but it. Because it was like left so open, it was like, eh. well, not open because they did kind of like tie it up and stuff, obviously, because the start of season six is like when he dies. But it's, um, yeah, it just, it wasn't as strong, but a really good storyline. And then six, I think the strange th- thing about that was that we knew where it was going because from the get go, it was like he gets shot, he gets killed. And before he can regenerate. And that's where the whole story goes. So we know it's going to finish back at that point. And there's already a lot that we know. We already know. I mean, I don't know about you, but I already knew the whole thing of like, <clears throat> it was a river song in the astronaut outfit. I think we all knew that. And technically is why she couldn't shoot, shoot her. Yeah, yeah. And why she couldn't shoot the, the herself because she kind of on some level just knew, which is a bit weird because you're just like, well... You know, she can shoot the hat off a doctor from 20 yards away with an old Western-style type gun, and she can shoot a fez in the middle of the air um, with, uh, you know, a phaser-type gun. And she's got such a great shot. Yeah, when it comes to shooting an astronaut that's, like, knee-deep in water, six feet away, she can't shoot for shit. (laughs) But it kind of makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, it's like, did she put a helmet on? (laughs) So yeah, I mean, yeah. So but that makes sense because she like obviously at some point she just she knew it was her, but we knew where it was going, so it wasn't that great. Seven, I really liked the ending of uh, of Seven, but just because it was so big and dark and just like yeah, you know, the TARDIS being massive because it was dying and stuff, and the Doctor being dead and the whole river when she was in it and the whole you know Doctor not uh, pretending that he couldn't hear her and stuff throughout the whole episode and then knowing that he could. I was like, that's brilliant. And then the finishing was so big and great with the whole, you know, you see all the doctors. I was like, that's a nice touch. And then the one that obviously did the whole time war type thing. And you're like, this is going somewhere. And that finished so strong that personally for me, just massive letdown because of what happened with it, what they did with it. They built it up so much. And then they just like, you know, they pissed it away. I think it might be addressed with the next episode. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, maybe, yeah. But I think there's just been too much of a wait. I think if they turn the 50th anniversary episode, like, 
uh, I don't know, a couple of weeks after or something, or a couple of months later, fine. But we had to wait, like, what, six months or something? So they should have shown the 50th anniversary when it wasn't the 50th anniversary. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they couldn't call it the, the 50th anniversary then. No, I just, I think for me personally, because I'd not seen any trailers or anything like that. I'd not read anything. I didn't know anything about it. But I just think, I think the way they built up, uh, the way the season finished, and the fact that we had to wait, like, six months, whatever it was, for the episode, I think the wait in itself just built up the hype it's just like you know oh five months to go to a doctor who great four months to go three months and you build up in that kind of sense and then bang we finally get around to seeing it and i was just like from the way that the episode finished where it was so dark and everything like oh yeah this is the doctor the one we don't talk about the one i mean i did like the touch where you know they made reference to the fact that David Tennant's Doctor was the one that was like running away from it, and Matt Smith was the one that was trying to forget it. And I was like, that was cool, but they built up, it was so dark and grown up, and if you know what I mean, uh, like Angel was to Buffy, it was so dark and grown up, and that at the end of the season. And then 50th anniversary special, they were just trying to go for comical effects, like the little bullshit stuff of oh, David Tennant getting his sonic screwdriver out. And Matt Smith getting his out, which was bigger, so David had to make his extend and just like, come on! I'd rather have seen more shit with the fucking time war and stuff than them comparing fucking screwdriver sizes. Like even fucking Maz, they're the same person. It's not like they're going to get each other's dick out and start measuring that, which they may as well have been based on what they were doing with the screwdrivers. That was bullshit and a complete waste of time. But that was the comic effect that was aimed at kids. And it's just like, wait a minute. So they went from one extreme to the other. Dark, serious, at the end of season seven. 50th, 50th anniversary special. Oh, we'll just yeah, make it comical for the younger audience again. I didn't finish answering the question. Yeah, what was the question? You asked me a question. Did I? Yeah, okay, you said, yeah. You said rate them. All right, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we got three, two, one, four. Yeah. And you got five, six, and seven. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know in what order five, six, and seven. Probably seven, five, That's six. Like, um, yeah, I'll probably do mine as well. Seven, five, six. Um, yeah. But then leading on from seven, I mean, again, maybe it'll be explained in the next episode. Like, I thought as we got to the end of seven, like when she went to the doctor's time stream. And he was like, oh, okay, that makes sense how she's mm. like shown up all over the place. Like, yeah, you know, the same girl who keeps on dying and coming back. And then if he goes into his own time stream, there's like no coming back from it. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, at he the beginning of the that. 50th, <laughs> she's a school teacher. Yeah. And he's, yeah. he's, um, I don't know why, but he is parked out in the middle of nowhere rather than just like showing up outside her school to go and see her. Yeah, which is weird because he used to keep like every Wednesday, he'd show up outside of the apartment. They'd then go off for a day and then he'd drop her back. And then meet up with her the next week, which is cool. yeah. I'd anyway, but fine. I mean, yeah. that's 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 besides the point. Um, how would you out of one to ten? Hmm. How would you rate the fiftieth? Oh man. Um, based on my first watch. Um, it was nice to see David Tennant back, and. The interaction on occasion was good. I I don't think it needed to be as comical as it was because... And that annoyed me a little bit because I was like, I know 
the character of the Doctor generally, regardless of the incarnation, they're generally quite eccentric and out there and stuff. But um, I was like, they were dealing with like serious shit. They had the one Doctor that both, and they they played it really well when when John Hurt first shows up, and they like want nothing to do with him. I loved that. But then it was like five minutes later on, they're all best friends, and that annoyed me. And I was like, they're supposed to be trying to deal with some really dark serious shit this is like and they know it's the point of time they know he's not done yet what he's gonna do so and that's when they're like oh well let's be buddies then for five minutes you know so because you've not done a really bad thing um and they don't you know they don't exactly i guess tell them about it whatever and then that's when it just like takes the the comical route with all their fucking screwdrivers and whatnot although i did like john hurt's screwdriver the red one i was like that's very maskery like in because it's that kind of warrior type thing. I thought that's kind of cool. But yeah, then it went like come a corner, it was a bit downhill. And uh, for me, what really picked it up was the two seconds of uh, action that you did see with the Daleks exploding and stuff, which was literally seconds. And I was like, oh my God, the Daleks are going to invade the place and there's going to be a battle or something. But no, didn't happen. And then the next bit, just the end with the, all the doctors, all of them lined up. I was like, that has kind of saved it for me a little bit. So I don't want to be a harsh critic, but or everything being equal, which it's not, because of a timey wimey wobbly thing, I'd probably give it 4.5, maybe 5, based on my first viewing. Okay. I would right. quite happily watch it again and then re rate it because I would have said, I had said that with more or less the first Star Trek and or both Star Trek films, J.J. Abrams. I said that first time with both of them, more or less similar ratings. And having watched them again, I'm like, I fucking love this. Cool. And the ratings have doubled. Okay, well, so I'll, I'll ask you the question again after you watch it for, for a second time. Yeah, yeah, um, I'll give it a go again. We'll talk about it again and come up with some more um, questions and stuff. Cool. I will, I will throw a couple of questions at you and you can... I don't, I don't want an answer to them. All right. You can just keep them in the back of your mind so when you watch it for a second or a third time, you can you can tell me. All right. Um, actually, it's probably just one question. Okay. The big weapon called right. The Moment. The Moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't fucking get it. Okay. I, I mean, I don't I don't understand. Like, what is it? What is it? Where does it come from? What does it comprise of? All I know is it chooses Rose Tyler as, you know, her incarnation when she took in the time vortex as its consciousness. But beyond that, it's just like I don't, I don't, I don't. Do you know they they've released? Uh, I mean, I I'm kind of curious to see now ever since Stacy mentioned it. But uh, I noticed on uh, I was looking at Amazon yesterday because I was trying to find ideas for Christmas presents for my folks and that for me because they wanted a list or whatever. And I was like, I can't think of anything. And I came across uh, in uh, on Monday they're releasing the 50th anniversary special in 3D on Blu-ray, <laughs> and I was just like. Uh, part of me thought that'd be kind of cool to see just a doctor in in 3d and stuff and because the episode in itself with all the characters and that would probably look really good and stace told me she heard something about it where when you only see it, i think mainly in the beginning of the episode when rose sort of shows up and she's talking to john her and her eyes do the whole vortex type thing that she does apparently in 3d when she does that you actually see her eyes come out of a socket no. Yeah, apparently. Oh, I gotta see that. And I was just like that alone when the because I was just like fucking. Hell. I was just like you know I don't want that in three D. I mean it's not gonna be part of any box set. And seeing as we've got all the box sets so far, I was like we may as well carry on getting them. 
But I was just like, you know, fucking, it's all Blu-ray 3D. Fuck that, it's a shit episode. But the moment she said that, I was like, you know what? I might put that on my Christmas list. <laughs> just to see that. <laughs> yeah. But see, now in my head, you know what I've got an image of? I don't have any, I, I, I mean, I know it's going to be completely wrong, but I've got an image of Total Recall. <laughs> yeah. yeah, face yeah. like expanding and eyeballs <laughs> popping out. Ah, uh, that could be something. Um, yeah. So keep keep it in mind. Okay? I will. Okay, I want to okay. know what what that thing is. We'll carry on with that, and we'll do another Doctor Who session then when we decide to get angry about timey things. And, yeah, <laughs> and talk about it. Yeah, a little so bit. we'll follow up in in part two. Yeah, and yeah, we'll do part two. I guess. Sometime after the Christmas special. Oh, yes. And we'll talk about that, the generation stuff. We could go back and talk about all the series, but everyone's seen that and done that and talked about it, and yeah. that's old news. No one cares. No, let's, let's, let, well, we'll do. Yeah, we'll carry on from now. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do part two. If you've um, not seen Doctor Who, go watch it. Yeah, you got a month, and then <laughs> another podcast will go up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right on. Are we all good? Yeah. Okay, I think on that note, it's a timey-wimey thing. Yeah, yeah. Let the doctor win. <laughs> <laughs>